This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by NatureBox. With over 100 delicious options to choose from, NatureBox delivers high-quality, healthy snacks right to your door. Head over to NatureBox.com forward slash badchristian today and receive 50% off your first order. That's NatureBox.com forward slash badchristian for 50% off today. Today's show is also sponsored by Zip Recruiter. Are you hiring? Do you know where to find the perfect candidate? Well, Zip Recruiter finds candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Right now, listeners can post jobs for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash first. That's ziprecruiter.com slash first. In a world where you try to bring hope and light and truth Amen. In, into this world, but uh, two of the people you work with don't even think that everybody should be allowed to be married. My name's Toby Morales, <laughs> and this is the damn news. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh... Don't even just, just don't. Sorry about your parents' divorce, man. How you guys doing? (laughs) Sorry about your parents. How many people uh, divorce and then marry same sex, you think? Is that a decent number, you think? Well, that's what I was telling Joey earlier today. Think about people that got married to a sex that they weren't attracted to because it was the only legal option available. Just because you're trying to follow the law. And then then it becomes legal where they are later. And they go, honey, yeah. here's the thing. It wasn't legal. Right. You can't be that mad at me. That's true. I was doing the best I could legally at the time. I married you. No. That wasn't not the way not the way it went, you know, it's legal now, so we're gonna have to reconsider this. So if it, if that, Jessica that should if, be an out clause. Yeah. If Jessica told you that uh she said, Toby, I'm a lesbian. Um I but I you. want but I wanna stay with you and I will have sex with you, but I just don't enjoy it, like would would you stay with her and I, would you have sex with her? But there's a twist. What what would she say if I had a sex change? And I used like, to be a girl. Take the sacrifice. I take this. I say we're not getting divorced. I have a vagina now. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. Checkmate. Right? You're not getting out of this uh-huh. one, you bitch. Sorry, I, I love you too much. Whoa. I have a vagina. Let's get on it. <laughs> Loving every minute of it. That's how I roll. You're not getting out of marriage with me. No, it's, no, it's, no. it's for life. It's for life. If you change your mind again, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go back. I'm Bruce Jenner that shit. I don't care. Caitlyn Jenner that shit. Whatever you want to say. All right. Um, so everybody out there listening, this is the damn news. The damn news is so important and so awesome that I just, I think that you guys realize first that it just needs to be, you know, out there. So if you're listening to this for the first time, this is the damn news episode. Hey, can We're I bring something to your attention? Uh, you know, we we got through Christmas. I don't know, like a month ago or so. But and and it yeah, and it made me, <laughs> and it made me realize that I think Jesus is is the hope and and the truth as well. Like I've been on this kick of thinking, wait, wait. mate, are you making fun of Obama? No, 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 no. I'm I, I'm just reflecting on your news because all of last year I was thinking, man, the damn truth. We all need it. You yep. know, it's kind of, it should be the center of our world. But then Christmas rolled around and I was like, wait a second. I think Jesus is the center. That was a great point. What do you think about the first few weeks of President Trump's presidency? Um, <laughs> well, I think it's a lot like uh, we expected. All right, let's move it on. A California man 
steals. This comes from the Washington Post. I, Washington Post is very high. It's on a very. Good it's good it's just a. I, agree with you. I mean, they do a lot of terrible things, but they do a lot of amazing things. A California man steals five million dollars and spends one million dollars on a cell phone game. I thought this is very interesting. Everyone, uh, five million dollars. Everyone has thought about it. What to do with the sudden windfall of money? But Kevin Lee found himself with about that much money. Only his fortune was far from accidental. Uh, from May 2008 to March 2015, he engaged in a scheme to defraud almost $5 million from his employer, Holt, H-O-L-T, a heavy machinery company based in California. The company was managed by Holt's accounting department, and as the company's controller, he oversaw, Holt over, he saw, uh, oversaw Holt's commercial credit account and abused that authority to conduct hundreds of unauthorized credit card transactions to the company's account to manipulate and falsify records regarding their credit account. So I guess basically, I don't know what all that means, but basically he took their credit and uh, credit card transactions and ended up stealing $5 million. As a part of the plea agreement, he pleaded guilty to one one count of uh, wire fraud and one count of money laundering, uh, and he was charged with three. In total, he must pay Holt, he must pay back $4.5 million in restitution, and he wow. potentially faces decades in prison, up to 20 years. Uh, the amount of money he stole would change most people's lives, and it seemed to have changed his as well. Uh, among the things he spent uh, on it are expected. Luxury cars, season tickets to the Sacramento Kings and the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. Some other extravagances included plastic surgery expenses and a membership oh, at the gosh. exclusive Whitney Oaks Golf Club in Rockland, California. So he thought he had gotten away with it. Yeah, I mean, he obviously. was just spending it, and it was easily the strangest expenditure was money spent playing Game of War. Have y'all heard about that game? I've seen ads for yeah. it all the time. Yeah. It's an iPhone game. Is or that the, a, a, is that the very busty woman? That maybe so. Says, oh play, yeah, yeah, play this yes. game. And it's almost like you I can't can, remember. You can have sex with me if you play this game. Is kind of what. Yeah, it feels I think like. that's what happens. A smartphone game that is considered a freemium app. So it's it's free, but then you have to pay in apps. Uh, it refers to the cost the, to acquire uh, things inside the game, in-game purchases. In, in other words, if you want better weaponry within the game, you can purchase it. Yeah. The average playing, the average paying player spent. Five hundred and fifty dollars on the game in twenty fifteen. Wow. That's the average. Yes, that's oh amazing. My this guy, who I guess I might wow, have wow, wow. his name. Anyway, this guy spent one million dollars on the game. Currently, the wow. game that builds itself the world's largest multiplayer strategy game with millions uh, battling for domination earns an estimated. This is crazy. This game, this app, earns one point six million dollars a day. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's crazy. It's the best app ever. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I guess it's like uh, uh, World of Warcraft or something like sure. that. And it's just super easy because sure. it's on your phone. So whenever you have some time, you do a battle or something. I don't know. I can I never could pl- get into those games ever. I just thought they were so boring. Um. Anyway, I wanted to keep going, but I, it, it he keep- spent a million dollars of his stolen money on the app. Yeah. Yes. So he spent all that money, and it, so a couple things here is it's really funny. Um. One thing is that he stole money, and then he he just, since it wasn't his and it was stolen, he just blew a million dollars on a game because he just probably, I don't know if he quit work or what, but he must have said, I'm going to play this, and I love it. I mean, if he spent a million dollars, it doesn't say, but it seems like he would have to be the number one best at it. Like, he would be the top of the... Yeah, he should be dominating. Yeah, right? I mean, he should just be up. There should be no chance that he right. couldn't. I mean, he just must have, anytime he needed anything, he bought it. Yeah. Like, he bought a hundred of See, them or that something. almost... That almost, I mean, it does support the way that I look at windfall money or lottery winning or whatever it would be. That wouldn't be that satisfying 
if you could spend unlimited money to be a top player in a game, right? which is the same way it would be in life. So let's say you were, and people always think, if I win the lottery, I'm going to do all this stuff. And they, it would make your life essentially meaningless. So you're playing this video game and you could spend all this money on it. And therefore it doesn't mean anything because you know, you just paid for it. You didn't right? And so that'd be the same thing. So I know people that let's say you play in a band. You're like, if I won the lottery, I would rent out Madison Square Garden. I would tell everybody come for free or I'd pay people to come. Me and my friends would go play a show in front of everybody. Like even if you spent your money on something you think, you would still feel like, oh, but I just paid for it though. Right. So it wasn't real. That wouldn't mean if, if, if you were trying to get your career off the ground, your art or your music or the things that people would really try to do to find meaning about life, even if you could pay or a video, even a video right. game, it would not be satisfying. And I really believe if you take that, and it's easy to see in an extreme way, but if you take it all the way down to a simple level, I don't believe you ever truly benefit from money you didn't earn, period. You've said that a bunch. I don't think you really benefit from it. Like you, if you, if I find $50, Okay, that's fine. I mean, that'd be nice because I could blow it or something. But if there was any real amount of money that I did not earn, whatever I did with it really wouldn't change anything. It really wouldn't. Well, besides the jail, though, this guy got season tickets to the Sacramento Kings. He had luxury cars, (laughs) San Francisco 49ers, plastic surgery, and a a serious golf membership. So, but you're right. He still ended up in jail. Yeah. So it still didn't work out. I just don't, I just think it's set up that it's like almost cosmic or karma or something like that. I just don't think you benefit from (laughs) money you didn't earn or praise you're not worth. Like, what if you got a million compliments? Think about it that way. Translate money to compliments. What if you got, you put a mind trick on everybody and everybody that saw you thought you were beautiful and a genius. Yeah. Because you did a spell on them, something you didn't earn. And then all day, every day, people are giving you compliments on how beautiful and smart you are. Does it mean anything? No. No. Here's what I'd like to know. I'd like to know how much money he spent on that game before the million dollars. Because I guarantee you he went to the mode of, oh, shoot, now I don't have any limitations. Like, I've got enough money to buy whatever warriors I need, win any battle or... I mean, Joey, you even remembered it. It was Kate Upton. That was the name of it. Yeah. But I mean, you remembered it. Like they did it. It was a 40 million ad campaign, but they, they, they really lured everybody in. One, one person, they, they go on to say one person spent $9,000. And it's funny because like you, you related this to the lottery or something. They related it to gambling. It's like gambling, except for there is no No possibility that you ever win. Like you, you you get a better hatchet or a gun or I don't know what they use, a knife, whatever. You get more stuff, but it's you still, still have to keep playing. I mean, like, to- yeah. Toby, I was telling you about a husband and, and Matt. He literally, when he gets home from work, he's got a family. He leaves for about three hours playing Pokemon, and he spends hundreds of dollars. I mean, it's just well, like, the, this the, is a grown-ass man. That's like virtual grown-ass reality. Yeah. I mean, kind of, I, I, right? I mean, I understand. I've I'm talked not to saying Virgil just about because it, it's <laughs> virtual reality. Virtual Virgil. Um, it's not just because it's app. virtual. I think virtual stuff can have real value. I mean, that's not, I don't challenge that or anything. But Real value in like spending money on it? Well, I mean, yeah, theoretically. I mean, you know, I mean. Like Farmville, you bought a bunch no, I'm of I'm not saying I'm cool... into any of those games. I'm just saying just because something's virtual doesn't mean it's meaningless. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you had a, I mean, think about this. You go to a theme park and you go, oh man, the memories, that was so awesome. Right. Stuff. But I mean, this, it's, these right. folks might go, man, that was crazy. We did this battle. Right. I was in a battle for nine hours. Yeah. Like I've heard guys right. play these the games like, like is Andy Gill or something like that. Right? Or Andy said that he's played before like. 12 hours or something like all night all right. through the night like is everybody go to bed at 8 p.m and he 
would play through the night, and right. he's like, it was just unbelievable. So, just why, so why is that it. less right. valuable than the box seat at the Kings game? Yeah, or, 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 yeah, right. or why is why it is less, it less valuable, valuable than watching or just football? Buying, or just buying Nintendo games when I was a kid. I mean, right. you're, you're investing in, in way, yeah. or whatever, but your yeah. experience is what you're paying for there. Uh, but, you know, I wonder if, uh, oh, you know, the funniest thing about that is Matt McDonald did that. I know. <laughs> when Matt McDonald was working on his last, uh, I guess not this album, but the one, the classic crime, classic before, crime albums ago. he was just working all day and night working on the record, just sitting in his studio. So he'd take breaks and play. It wasn't this game. It, it was one game. It might have been that game. Maybe it was this game. I'm not sure, but I, he spent a lot of It was of one money. or $2,000 that he spent on just that game. During right. while he was making a record. I mean, he was a, oh, I mean, he lost a lot. Did Christy of, get upset? He didn't, no, okay, but she wasn't upset. I thought she handled it really well, but I think he felt just super embarrassed. Like, why did I do this? Like, th- there was some regret there. You said there. loss, but that is back to the gambling language. Right. He didn't lose it. He yeah. just simply spent it. Well, now, one of the crazy things I asked him, I was like, I, uh, we, I was just making fun. He's like, well, you know, actually, I ended up selling some of my weapons and I made that's some of the saying. money back. So there's, that's what I'm saying. So those, they, those weapons like Bitcoin. have a value. It's got to be the same yeah. as Bitcoin, right? I mean, it's, isn't that the it, same the thing? Value is real if it's wow. if perceived value is real value I mean, it just real it is but that matter super it's digital wild. or Jesus not. of Nazareth help us what would All you right. what uh if you if while we're making our next record if you had yeah. to go tell Jess you needed some stress mm-hmm. relief and you spent twelve hundred dollars on it, my wife war, monitors what? our <laughs> bank account like so <laughs> tightly that I this is what happens like if I go buy something right you know she'll go what'd you get at Seven Eleven today. Yeah. <laughs> When, when, when Toby, when Toby was in Charleston. Something I don't even think about. I got a coffee at 7 a.m. That was better than that. She called you the other day when, and said, uh, did you spend eight seventy two at Fred Meyer? As if, because like, surely you didn't, but it maybe it's fraudulent. Right. Because, like, surely you didn't spend $8 on a coffee and don't, like, it's, yes. like, she's actually genuinely going through the motions of, did you, first of all, before we go any farther, right. did you or did you not spend this money or is this fraudulent? Yeah. Totally. Secondly, <laughs> Joey really knows exactly how she feels. I mean, that's right up your alley, right? Oh, totally. Totally. I think it's funny. We'll be at, uh, but, but what's crazy is um, in Charleston, there'll be times when Toby and I will like walk into a restaurant and you can tell he's like, oh, let's go somewhere cheap. And, and then finally it's just like, well, Jessica's going to see this. I'll get a call soon. And no big deal. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just spend $3 <laughs> or something. <laughs> it does work in my favor. Oh, I yeah. need actually need that. Yeah. Which is funny. I never thought, but I still go, I can't believe you saw that. Right. I mean, there's just no, like, right. I'd love to have a cash allowance, but. I've actually offended the hell out of my wife one time because it was so coincidental. I went on, like, my MasterCard statement, and I saw, like, a, the name, a name of a store or online, something that I didn't recognize, and it was, like, $50 or something like that. Enough for me to just text Priscilla and say, hey, what's that? So I can just go ahead and uh, mark it down and take it out of her button. Present. She had just just charge for it so for her it was just like what the hell are you doing i just bought something and you're calling me five seconds later like she was just like what in the hell is this like you're monitoring my every move but for me it was just i logged on i saw it and i was just like hey what is this that's so funny thinking of locking on and looking at a statement because i have never (laughs) done that i would never i mean i cannot think to do that like if i'm sitting around with nothing to do i would never ever Cross my mind to look at my account. bank account yeah. or credit card statement. I would rather <laughs> blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break here, let's pay the bills, right, and then quick. we'll come back. All right, guys, if there's one thing that I love to do, it is snacking. Now, that gets me in trouble a lot because I usually end up eating 
really bad potato chips or something like that. And so I am so happy that we work with Nature Box. I just got my last order of Nature Box in and I get great snacks that are good for me. I mean, I just enjoy it. Nature Box makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you. They're created with high quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. So I can feel great when I snack. And I like to snack. I'm just one of those snackers. One of my favorite ones is the jalapeno cashews. I just munch on those whenever I just have that need. I need a little spice. I just love it. It's so good. Nature Box recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required. And you can cancel at any time. It's simple. Go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. They have over 100 snacks. It's unbelievable. So right now, you'll even save more at naturebox.com. They're offering our fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash badchristian. That's naturebox.com slash badchristian for 50% off your first order. naturebox.com slash badchristian. All right, guys. It is the new year, which means a fresh start for your business and a great year starts with making great hires. So, you know, getting the right people is absolutely essential. And if you know anything, you know that you have to have the right team in place, but finding the right people really can be tough. Posting your job in one place, is not enough to find any quality candidates. And if you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can with zip recruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017 Post your job to 200 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch the qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. So you don't have to juggle emails. You can quickly screen candidates. You can rate them, and you can hire the right person fast. So find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over, listen to this, 1 million businesses. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash first. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first. One more time, try it for free today. ZipRecruiter.com slash first. Constant ascent of an that multiplies. All right, so you're listening to the song Cut and Run by Civilian. It's a new band on Tooth and Nail from Toby's Neck of the Woods, Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm going to tell you, this this band has an unbelievable blend of like that old school emo sound. But for those that are kind of sick of that, they just have the a new fresh flavor. I personally, I like to stick with kind of the older bands. But Civilian album, I cannot get enough of. I can't stop this. This album is so good. It's it's just, it's ear candy. Their debut album with Tooth and Nail called You Wouldn't Believe What Privilege Costs came out in October. They're going to be playing I'm Only Dreaming Tour throughout the U.S. supporting Isley in February and March. You can go to their Bands in Town page to get tickets. They're also, uh, they recently did a noise trade live session. You can watch all of this stuff at the band's YouTube page, Civilian Sounds. So again, go check out this album. You wouldn't believe what privilege costs now. I don't even want to proceed in describing it. You got to hear it for yourself. It really is one of those albums where you can't stop listening. You're pretty amazed at first listen. This is an amazing band that deserves a listen. So go do it.
And we're back. All right. I thought this was really interesting. A groom was paralyzed after going swimming at his joint bachelor and bachelorette party. Dang, that's sad. On December 2nd, Meg Alexander and Brett Greenhill threw a joint bachelor-bachelorette party in Naples, Florida, inviting their loved ones to have a great time and celebrate their upcoming wedding. But after a tragic accident, Greenhill was rushed to the hospital and left paralyzed, unable to speak. People report that Greenhill, 39, was playing football with his friends on the beach and decided to go swimming. He reportedly hit his head on a sandbar and had to be pulled from the water. Alexander remembers her fiance telling her, I can't feel anything, Meg. I love you so much, and I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Greenhill was airlifted to a hospital where doctors said he was paralyzed from the neck down. He has a 1% chance of being able to walk again. Ah. We're holding on to that 1% because if anyone will do it, it's Brett, Alexander said. He's the hardest working person you could ever meet. The couple had just mailed out invitations to their February wedding, and they were also planning on a honeymoon traveling through New Zealand in a camper van. But now things are extremely different for the couple. Greenhill is unable to speak, but will will regain the ability in the future. For now, Alexander goes through the alphabet letter by letter to help him spell what he wants to say. The first thing he told her was, I love you. And the second was, please be patient with me. Wow. They started a GoFundMe, actually. So Greenhill's family and friends have started a GoFundMe. And if you want to go there, this is from Cosmopolitan.com. But uh, to help pay for his medical bills, which so far uh, have been unreal. But the campaign has raised, raised $86,000. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But anyway, the reason why I thought this, first of all, this is just devastating. Uh, I just think, crap, you're going to, you finally found that person and you were excited to spend the rest of your life with you, with them. And now everything has changed. I mean, yeah. he can't walk or t- even talk right now. I know right. that'll get there, but I mean, there's going to be a lot of time. And, and I mean, it really goes, it goes back to that, you know, for better or worse. Right. No matter what. Well, he like, hasn't said it yet. Right. Like, right now, y'all, y'all. I know. You were. That <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. Actually, it was a good one. He hasn't said it yet. You're right. Like, she. I mean, she could get out by saying he hasn't said I, I do. He won't say. He won't say I do. Oh. So what am I supposed to do? But, <laughs> but <laughs> a little, maybe too soon here. Too soon joking. But I'm, I'm wondering, like, okay, we've all been married. I think if, I, I really feel very confident if anything like that happened to Jess, Right now, for sure, there's no like I wouldn't even consider leaving her or right. being poor me or anything like that. But that just wouldn't even cross my mind. Before married, that's but a before marriage, one, like man. everything. Like I don't know if this compromises them having kids. I don't know what this comp like what this happens like. Sex? I, I had a friend in high school that, um, well, after he had gone to college and stuff, I think I think it was his fiance. He dove into a pool and broke his neck, and I think he's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. Ah. And it, it just changed his life completely. And I mean, yeah. just, I mean, still, uh, I mean, it just changed his life. Super smart dude. Awesome. Dude, all, all those things. But I mean, it just changed his life completely. And, uh, I don't know what, where, where, where are y'all at with that? Like, would anybody, w- would it be pure evil and awful if she said, I just can't do this? I don't think anybody would fault her. I think everybody'd be like, gosh, I can totally understand. I put myself in that position early on in my relationship with Priscilla and I know those intense longings and like in love feelings and just butterflies and everything it certainly would have kept me dialed into oh I'll never leave you baby no way we're gonna make this and everything but everybody knows that into the marriage you don't have those sorts of feelings to sustain you through the whole thing so that that is just that's very tough I'm curious if there's any sort of gender pattern in those situations, 
Like, for example, do the females uh, stay more often than the males or vice That's versa? That's Because I would, I would almost I like say, yeah. I think so, too. The like last line of this is she, she said, we are going to get married someday, and it's going to be amazing. Plans changed a little bit, but we'll get there someday. Wow. Like, you know, I, that's shit. a good question, Joey. She could marry any man right now. <laughs> She's like the best woman in the world. Um, You know, the thing that might parallel to answer that question a little bit, and maybe this is a stereotype, but I don't think... I, I think it's an accurate one. If so, is people often feel like daughters do a better job of taking care of elderly parents. Yeah. Yeah. Would you not say that? I'm, yes. I'm seeing it come into okay. play. And right so now. if that's true, you'd have to say probably that would hold in these situations, although there's probably not a ton of data on these, whereas right. women with elders. So having daughters, you figure they probably are going to do a better job of taking care of you looking in and doing stuff when you're elderly, at least, which yeah. is what, what I think about there. And I'm glad I got a couple of daughters, right? They're going to take good care of me. Yeah. Them? When we had, uh, when we were had Ruby, we went to the gynecologist, OBGYN, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, we were sitting there and there was another couple beside us and the, the husband said, Hey, what's going on? What, what do y'all have? And we said, little girl, he's like, that's man. He said, that is awesome. He said, you lucky. We have a little boy. He said, little boy grows up. He's fun. He gone. <laughs> so you can have a you can have a little girl when you're old. She's gonna be there for you, son. <laughs> she's gonna be. He's not gonna be there for us. <laughs> I might get a letter or a call every once in a while. He's gone. He gone. And I was like, oh, okay. And then now I'm thinking, yeah, this might be kind of true. I mean, <laughs> think about like I, like you have a sister, Matt. Don't you think she's probably a little bit more involved with your family? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a double whammy if you go for me. I'm I'm relatively right. detached from my family anyway, right. which is weird. I know because. I have an awesome family. I just, right. just am relatively detached from them personally. <laughs> this is because you're a no boy. Reason. And I'm a boy and I'm a certain type of, of boy and a certain type of yeah. mindset that's not, that's I'm true. not really strong on the emotion. Like it's, it is weird. I'm not, I don't feel that close to my family, but I think they're awesome. I just, yeah. don't. Well, well, one last thing to say about this. But my sister is uh, very, she's, she is very attached to, she's sensitive. She yeah. calls me, I, I heard mom and daddy fighting. I'm worried about us. Yeah. Why would you worry about that? They're fine. And, and, right. It just doesn't matter. Well, to she me. probably experiences it, feel, feels, feels it, it more. And I, and I don't right, feel right. It, yeah. uh, one last thing about this. I was thinking, okay, you go, man, in this story, you feel bad for everybody, but do you, like, I, almost as interesting, like, I felt like all of us went the same way. Oh, man, she now is in great health and she's going to have to do this, right? Like, I didn't think about, uh, he's paralyzed. You yeah, know, I was, oh, uh, that's yeah. a great question. Isn't, yeah, isn't I immediately identified with her plight. I right. totally yeah, did. I went, right. wait a minute, because I'm still, I'm healthy or whatever. Right. You know, like, if I was in a wheelchair yeah. or I was paralyzed, I'd be on, I probably would have went his That's a good size. question. There's but probably a lot of experiments you could run with that, because I immediately identified with her plight, for sure, right. not his. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I did not think of that at all. And then the other thing I thought was, I bet no matter what, she's going to stay with him, but he has to now feel some form of guilt. Oh, yeah. Which really sucks because he did, it wasn't any, his, it was not his fault, everything normal, all the stuff. And it, when this stuff happens, the thing that kills me the most is it's always like a matter of moments or like inches, less than a foot. Like yeah. if he'd have been less than a foot a different way, his neck might not have broke. Yeah. Or whatever. Or if he'd have just, waited a minute, maybe he would have gone, yeah. you know, any of those things, like when there's car wrecks, if you'd have left the house, one right. minute before, one minute after, you right. would have missed it. Like, right. all those things are so it's uncomfortable. Totally but true. there's going to be guilt to where even if she stays, there's a potential there that he has to get over himself and go, she does love me. Right. It's okay. What about you? Take take yourself back to 2004 of January, and you're in that situation. Yeah. Do you beg Jessica to go on with your life, or do you beg her to stay? I Because you love know. her so I much. I think I would probably say leave. I think I would just... 
I love. I would love her so much. I go. I don't want this for you. Right. Like I don't even know what this is going to be like. How can I expect you to go through this? I think I would ask. I don't think she would. I think she would have stayed. I mean, if I would have. I mean, and in fact, she, if I would have said, "Hey, listen, now you're going to have a life with no sex, and I don't even really talk that much," she would have probably said, "We're definitely getting married." Like, <laughs> like it would have been a total benefit for her. She would have, oh hell, wait, God is real. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I think that it's easier for females to handle that stuff. Like they don't, they they do. Like maybe it's the nurturer in them. But they, she goes, like she. Yeah, I think she believes this. Possible. We are going to get married. Plans change. Like she's un, unhappy and sad, and for him and all the right. whole situation. But I think this lady's like, we can handle this. It'll be okay. Whereas guys are like, I don't, I, gotta, I don't know. So anyway, yeah. I'm gonna move on now. Still talking about men and women. Okay. And what they go through. But I thought this was pretty interesting. It came from Thought Catalog. And it says, 23 men reveal the sexiest thing a woman has said to them. So I want you guys right now to be thinking about the sexiest thing your wife has said. Or you could choose a pre-your wife, but that might be a little uncomfortable. So I'd say stick with your wife. But uh, I thought this is interesting. Some of these things are maybe a little risque, but here, hear it out. So I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm going to read a few that I thought were interesting. One guy wrote when I uh, that a lady said to him, when I asked to borrow your pen, it wasn't because I needed a pen. Okay. One lady said, I want you inside me. That was from that movie is when that phrase got big. Well, this guy that says, from, and she uh, said it again. What well, movie is that from? That's, oh, uh, that was from Disclosure? No, I think it was Ice Age 3. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. And now this one. This one say, says, I can feel you pulsing inside of me. Well, that's a farther version than the yeah. previous one. Uh, you make me feel safe and I love you for it. This one said, let's play strip D&D, which I guess is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this one was, I thought, th this would get me. Bring home hot wings and condoms. But since I've had a vasectomy, <laughs> I just get hot wings. Uh, I'm not, this one said, come inside me. I want your children. Uh, and let's see. What isn't, that, this? isn't that weird that the whole children thing is, is like sexual? Like, I want to yeah. have your children. Like, that's like a sexual hmm. term. Uh, this, one was, this one said... Uh, whispered they were getting ready to have sex and the lady said let's record it um and then i'll read one more um we were spooning in bed i was pressing my heart on into her hiney she was very melty when turned on she kind of loses a bit of brain body coordination in general and actually acts a bit like a girl in a porn so when i was grinding my boner on her butt, oh, <laughs> Lord, what's, what kind of a newscaster are you this, this is goes with thought got loud but I put my head on her shoulder and asked, what's pressing on you? And she said, mm, your cock. So that was actually pretty awful. <laughs> and then the last one, she said, you have a great body. So I want to ask you guys, okay, so this got a little little rough, rougher than I thought. I think I should have not, maybe not read that second to last one. But what do y'all think is the sexiest thing your wife can say? Like, is it actual sexual stuff or is it? Uh, ego or uh, respect or something like that. Oh, you you no. just said, what's the most sexual thing she could say? Well, well no, sexiest, not sexiest. sexual, sexiest. Okay. Like, what's like, oh man, this this is awesome. Like, is it if your wife were to say something, is it actual sexual or is it ego boosting or pride or confidence or you know respect? Yeah. Now, my wife asked me. She said she wanted me to be more sexist. I I, I think I misunderstood. <laughs> you misunderstood. Her, but I was like, do the dishes. Like go. Do all, you know, do all the work, you know, cook dinner, this right. kind of stuff. She's asked me to be sexist. Yeah. But 
She's not liking it so far. But uh, no, do y'all say do? Do you say sexy things to your wife, or she say sex, sexy things I, to you? I'm I'm definitely more apt to say sexy things to her. But I think the sexiest thing she can say to me that's weird is, because I never think of you as sexy. Yeah, no, like cool. it's the last thing I think of when no, I see is, you. Yeah, sexy. but he, yeah. but you are no, very I'm sexy. Very sexy is basically when she kind of makes a invitation for sex, like maybe that night or something, and it's it's like a result of like her being really happy, like uh, with me. That's pretty sexy. Yeah. So, so it's like a boost of ego, one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hell yeah, this is going to happen tonight. Well, I would say that there's probably the verbal part of, of sexuality is, is probably a big deal. So uh, like, like uh, I don't know this exactly scientifically, but I know that language itself is something that's innate and part of the brain. So you have language centers in your brain. So whole sections of your brain that are wired for language, right. not just something we happen to teach each other after we're born. It's actually an innate part of the brain in the language centers. So, and all of the brain is connected very much so. So like, for instance, when you do music, a bunch of different systems in your brain uh, activate at the same time. Yeah. So it, sex being as big of a deal, as primal and as deep of a brain function in it, as it is, uh, you can only imagine that the language centers interacting with that would be a very, very powerful thing. Like they play right. in together. Right. So, so like the verbal, the verbal and language combined with sexuality is is extremely powerful. Like it, you could get turned on in a heartbeat just from a word whispered in your ear or or, or whatever. So it is is probably undervalued. Is probably I would say dirty talk in general is probably more valuable than people give it credit for. Yeah, I think for me. It's nice. Like, uh, who we're talking, whoever we're talking to, there was a comedian that said um, that she's a lady in the streets and a freak between the sheets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting. I kind of like that yeah. myself. So I think, I, I do think uh, Christianity makes women think that flirting or saying sexual things is bad. Yeah. Right. So it, it is very repressive, right? Mm-hmm. If it, women feel repressed because it's, if, you, if a woman flirts before she's married, she's slutty. Or, oh, you're just a flirt. Or whatever. you're just using your sexuality to get somewhere. But then her husband wants that desperately. Yeah. But then she doesn't know how to do it because it's always been told it's wrong or bad or makes her feel weird. Or now I'm supposed to do this? Now's when I flirt. I mean, I, you know, I'm tired. We got three kids or whatever it might be. So I, I'm frustrated that I, I think that the church in general, Christianity in general, has done a really bad job of allowing females to be sexual without it being uh, degrading or something like that. It's It feels like sec- women are the sexual thing and they control everything and we then we and christianity and men have repressed it where they can't even be sexual in a healthy way Mm -hmm. it's very unhealthy well it's but it goes but that goes both ways so so there's a i I don't know there's a name for it or anything but women in general have uh there's a it's very very common that they think of sex as a dirty thing period regardless of what you know they grow up in western or puritanical culture and then on the other hand, there's men that are, are trained the same way. So they, uh, I believe it's called, you can look this up and verify it if I'm right. I think they're called Seacoast Pastors. You know, it's, I think it's called, uh, <laughs> uh, and I don't really know or understand this name, but it's called joking, like yeah. uh, the Madonna prostitute syndrome or something like that. And so it's when men see women um, as either sexual or not. So for instance, your the, your, the wife that you love and the mother of your children, the person yeah. that does the dishes, cannot be associated with that dirty, horrible sex. Oh, stuff. yeah. And that so you sense. must separate that. And so you have to look at 
porn wow. or get prostitutes or whatever it is because huh. it's a dirty thing and you don't want your wife to be dirty. Wow. Right. So right. men, I mean, that, I mean, so that they would go to a prostitute as opposed yeah. to degrade because they their wife. Also, yeah. have grown up in a repressive, sexualized culture where it's like so demonized that you could be really dirty or whatever that you can't associate this pure woman that you love so much with that right. dirty act. Yeah, that's you know, so true. Kind of, I mean, and, that's, and that's that, a real thing. Too. You had a lot of respectable men, you know, back in the day where they have a mistress and a wife and people just kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like this. Whoa, that's messed up. I think even wives, I'm sure they have gotten just used to the idea. Like, yeah, that's just what he does. Well, I mean, it is, and he's, and I he's, mean, and he's great to me. Like he honors me I, I and he loves me. I think of myself as a uh, pig or a heathen in my wife. And I think of Jessica as a, you know, pretty delicate right. flower. And, and so you're right. Like, Bringing her down to me <laughs> makes me feel terrible yeah, right. or uh, in a way. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. All right. That is the damn news. We are done. We're getting out of here. I'm well, sorry. real quick. Let's, I still uh, feel very awkward about that one that I read. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you had I hadn't. haven't edited that a little bit. So I'm sorry, everybody out there. I did. I should have. Uh, I thought that was the one I wanted to read. And it was actually the one under that, which was just that dress uh, looks really good on you. And it and she said it looks a lot better off of me. That's the one I meant to read. Well, I forgive but not you. The, I don't think the Robin Lord Cock does. Part kind of ended up. <laughs> Lord does not forgive you, but here are the BC Club folks, thebcclub.com for those of you that want to join this community because people are coming in like crazy. And here's just another just a, a just a pinch of people that have just joined. That's Joe Moore, Calvin Van Dern, no, Van Dorn, Timothy Ambit, Andrew Garcia, Weston Fusselman, Nathan Foley, or Follett, I don't know. Daniel Valencia, Matthew Olstad, Brady Jackson Campbell, Ward Huey, Matthew Uriz, Brent Green, Elizabeth Fannin, Nathan Yantis, and Ryan Hahn. Thank you guys for joining. Yeah, thank you guys so much, BC Club. Right on. This has been the Damn News. See y'all next time. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.